2: It's been another busy news week, and we like to review the major stories of the week here on the Black Information Network. Today, we are joined by Black Information Network news anchors, Vanessa Tyler and Mike Stevens, to discuss this week's major stories. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. So welcome back to the show, you two. How are you doing?
3: Great. How are you?
2: I- I'm flourishing. Well, let's get started. A lot of news this week. um, And of course, something that's dominating headlines is the two important debates that took place this week in Georgia. First, the U.S. Senate candidate Herschel Walker and the incumbent Senator Raphael Warnock met face to face, followed by the debate between Georgia's current governor, Brian Kemp, and his challenger, Stacey Abrams, a few days later. What were some of the key takeaways from both debates? Vanessa, let's start with you.
3: Well, let's talk about the race for governor. Mm -hmm. Um, Here we have the rematch. We have the governor, Republican Brian Kemp, against the Democrat Stacey Abrams, um, who would, by the way, if she wins, would be the first black female governor of any state. Mm. Uh, And and let's not forget, there was a third person on that stage, Libertarian candidate Shane Hazel. Mm. Uh, Last time, Abrams came within 55,000 votes. This time, uh, it's a little tight to be honest with you, Ramses. Uh, the polls are not really looking that kind of good for her. Mm. Uh, Governor Kemp came out on the debate talking about really the opposite of what the Republicans are saying. He's saying things are great in Georgia, the economy is booming, and um, you know, their jobs. Stacy is basically telling him he is really not controlling the crime. Um, so, again, it's kind of like the opposite of national politics. Mm. And keep in mind, she did fi- find the group Fair Fight, remember, to get all those people sure. to vote. Yeah. Um, her group did sue the state of Georgia because, remember, a lot of the voting um, rules were changed. And uh, she brought that up during the debate. But the governor said, well, wait a minute. If that's really happening, why are more people registered and more people turning out now to vote than ever? Which is true, because early voting shows that um, there are a lot of people out there. Yeah. As far as the other debate you mentioned, uh, I, I tell you, uh, I don't know. Uh, the badge thing, as you know, everybody is talking about
4: that. <laughs> yeah. So,
3: uh, I, you know, I don't know. But ironically, you know, polls continue to show Herschel Walker, neck and neck with Raphael Warnock. Well, you know, Warnock kind of edging out a little bit, but not far enough, as most people would think.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, your thoughts? Yeah, that uh, that
4: Walker Warnock debate, that was one that uh, a lot of people were waiting to see. I mean, mm-hmm. a couple of them got canceled and they, I think they wanted to see what uh, what uh, Walker would do. Could he, you know, speak on his feet eloquently enough especially compared to uh to warnock and it really was quite a contrast you know you have a smooth politician warnock versus the country boy kind of down-to-earth walker Mm -hmm. um but except for the fact that they're both black they couldn't be more different um both of them have uh quite a bit of supporters though um a lot of people said they're going to stick with whom they've supported so perhaps it will come down to independent voters who, who will decide that race. We will we will see. Yeah, um, And
3: Warnock, keep in mind, is also a reverence. So, you know, he can speak, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it's interesting with him is that he really is trying to play down the middle. He's not really going base to base. In fact, he has a new ad out where he's basically um going after the independents and even some of the Republicans, because there are a lot of Republicans for Warnock in Georgia.
2: That's a, that's a great strategy too because there's obviously a lot of folks who really do stick with their values and have been turned off by Herschel Walker's uh, headlines in in recent months and so that's I, I I get the strategy so it'll be interesting to see um, how things turn out and how they shape up in Georgia. Moving on, uh, the mother of George Floyd's daughter has filed a lawsuit against Kanye West or Yay. For two hundred and fifty million dollars, Roxy Washington claims her daughter is being re-traumatized about the death of her father from comments from Kanye made during a recent episode of Drink Champs. Mike, let's get your thoughts first.
4: Yeah. So you mentioned, you know, Kanye West, now known as Ye. I heard one network uh, anchor call him (laughs) Yee. Clearly, he was not (laughs) familiar with him, but uh, he has suggested George Floyd died of a fentanyl overdose, not Derek Chauvin's foot on his neck. Mm. And while there was, uh, you know, reportedly fentanyl in his system, clearly what caused his death was somebody's foot pushing down on him, wouldn't let
2: him breathe. Yeah. A knee on your and, neck will do that.
4: Yeah. Every time. <laughs> and so that has a lot of people, including, you know, George Floyd's family, understandably upset. But here's the thing about this, this lawsuit, legal experts say the odds of them winning a lawsuit in this kind of case against Kanye are very long. Uh, Even if what he said was done with malice or misinformation or for whatever reason, he said that winning a case for harassment, uh, misappropriation, defamation, um, infliction of emotional distress, any of those things would be difficult to prove. But it just kind of brings up, you know, a lot of ugly uh, uh, memories and um, accusations that, you know, why? Why? Mm
3: -hmm. Well, you know, the cause of George Floyd's death by drugs and not the knee of the white cop we all saw pressed on his neck has always been a talking point of the far right. It appears Ye, who can do all that type of talking on his parlor website, which he is trying to buy, will continue with this unfounded theory
2: in in the coming days uh there's going to be some news i have some insider information there's going to be some news coming out about uh kanye west and this um in my opinion circus that he's putting on is a little interesting so i'm i'm happy to see that there's people pushing back um i feel like there might be a little bit of um cause for alarm in Kanye West's camp or Ye's camp. Sorry, I'm still learning that myself, Mike, Um, (laughs) because of what happened with Alex Jones. Uh, Remember, his comments about Sandy Hook ended up costing him nearly a billion dollars. In fact, Mm -hmm. in total, I think it's it's over a billion dollars. And so um, there is case precedent for misinformation uh, warranting uh, exorbitant awards and court cases, perhaps not $250 billion worth, um, but uh, it'd be interesting to see how this affects his antics moving forward.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments, that comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com BIN today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P slash B-I-N.
5: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. at lifelock.com news. That's lifelock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call.
2: Black Information Network news anchors, Vanessa Tyler and Mike Stevens are here with us discussing this week's major stories. All right. Congressman Benny Thompson and the January 6th committee have voted to subpoena former President Donald Trump to testify about his role in the January 6th attack at the Capitol. What does this subpoena mean? Vanessa, give us your thoughts.
3: You know, everyone seems to applaud Uh, how the congressman conducted the January 6th hearings. Mm -hmm. Um, Except many analysts feel that there was that misstep, that he should have subpoenaed Trump earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, Quite frankly, Ramses, what this means, either way, Trump is not likely to appear. So quite honestly, whether he did it the first day or he did it the last day, um, doubtful that Trump will even show up.
4: Yeah, you know, a lot of fingers obviously pointing at Donald Trump uh, throughout the January 6th, um, you know, hearings. Uh, and everybody's asking that question, will he or won't he testify? We don't know yet. Um, and, and you would think it would not be in his best interest to do so. But I've heard some commentators say he has such an ego mm. that he may go ahead and do it anyway, just mm. to be on, you know, on, on, the, on the the on the front pages again. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's so many um, so many things that he said, recorded conversations where he seems like he really believes he did nothing wrong. Um, and we should remember that aside from January 6th, he is being pursued in several civil and criminal cases. Sure. And who knows what's going to happen with this? And you know, they call him Teflon Don for a reason. Nothing seems to stick. I mean, all the if you go back to even before he was elected, stuff that he said recorded. Clearly, it was him saying it. Um, we said, or, you know, the people say, Oh, they got him this time. It's going to stop him didn't stop him so yeah that that reminds
3: me it's it's funny because i'm in the new york area um he used to do his own pr his own press and he would call reporters as somebody else and disguise his voice and you know put out press releases so i mean he's a wild character and yeah you're right he is being closed in on all sides on so many different lawsuits including he just recently had to give um information in a and an allegation of a sexual assault lawsuit besides his businesses and everything else. So it it is going to be interesting. Um, And of course he still has to deal with the document situation at Mar-a-Lago. So there's a lot that he has on his plate. So I I don't know whether he would uh, testify. I think he even released a statement the day that the subpoena came out where he said, Oh, why didn't they do this earlier? Even he said so. So,
2: yeah, no, he's definitely playing defense these days. And, you know, uh, I, I think to your point, Mike, he he is very much that Teflon Don sort of a person. And the crazy part about it is he's his own worst enemy. Like mm-hmm. he ends up talking himself into and out of a lot of the issues that he has to deal with. That's true. Um, and his ego, again, to, to another point you made, um, and his desire for all of the attention. Like he's got to be like just gutted watching – yay make all the headlines you know these past couple of weeks and he's not really in the in the headlines certainly not in a positive way um even on uh the right in in the way that it used to be so um we'll see what happens with that uh finally on a lighter note the country may be headed toward a recession but the makers of rolls royce just announced the release of their latest luxury vehicle called the specter uh what's all the buzz about with this car and how's the demand been so far mike Let's hear from you first.
4: So you know that saying, if you have to ask how much it costs, you can't afford it. (laughs) Yes, I do. And this one is not cheap. This is a, uh, again, the Rolls Royce Spectre. Mm -hmm. It's electric. Mm -hmm. It goes from zero to 60 in 4.4 seconds. Right. And you can drive without recharging it for about 320 miles. Wonderful. So here's the bottom line. The starting price, $413,000.
2: Huh.
4: Four hundred thirteen thousand dollars, and they say the starting price. I mean, what is that like the bare bones model? I guess. Sure, for sure,
2: yeah, that's, this, that's what that <laughs> I means.
4: Rolls Royce, and uh, but apparently uh, there is a lot of people who are interested. About three hundred so far have put down some money to get one of these.
2: That doesn't surprise me at all. So I'm I'm a bit of a car guy. I'll I'll admit it, and. Uh, I saw the recent uh, flagship, the uh, Phantom, um, and some of the prices of the Phantoms are about double that. So $413,000 mm-hmm. for a Rolls-Royce actually might, uh, their customer base, they might be very interested yeah. in pre-orders and so forth. I Vanessa, what talk- are your thoughts?
3: Well, my thoughts are this. First of all, have you ever sat in a in a, in a Rolls-Royce? Have you yeah, sat I in have. a Phantom? Oh yeah! I recently just sat in a phantom, um, got inside. A friend is buying it. I won't say who he is, but he's uh, buying that or, or some other car. A lot of people are feeling this way. Mm-hmm. This life is short kind of thing. I'm going to have what I want, enjoy what I want while I can. So it's an experience. Um, those cars are absolutely beautiful, perfection, and there are. But believe it or not, a lot of people who can certainly afford it.
2: Mm. Yeah and, and you know it's interesting because you know uh, you know to the point you know with the whole country headed toward a recession, um, there are some people that profited you know throughout the pandemic, uh, they profited you know we, we're seeing the wealth gap grow wider and wider Absolutely. every like- day. and uh, what that means is that there are more wealthy people. But there are way more people with way less. In other words, the middle class is uh, shrinking, you know, this and is struggling. What, right. Right. And so. Um, so, yeah, the divide between the haves and the have nots is, is growing. And, you know, for better or worse, we are going to be able to see it in the streets even more, certainly with uh, I think you, you said something like three or four hundred models worth of rolls royces in the in the american streets uh in the upcoming years as they continue to make these cars so um uh, my hope is that i'll be one of the uh the uh owners of a car like that because uh i like the cars not because i want to show off my wealth and just a big fan of technology and cars and so forth. they're
3: beautiful beautiful cars yeah yeah, yeah, the the interior is an experience gorgeous
2: Absolutely. Well, thank you both very much for your insight. Once again, today's guests are Black Information Network news anchors, Vanessa Tyler and Mike Stevens. This has been a production of Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. And I'll be hosting another episode of Civic Cipher this weekend on a station near you. For stations, showtimes, and podcast info, check civicciper.com And join us Monday as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network daily podcast.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are,